Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more. Props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today's episode is all about the 2022 U.S. Championships that just happened in Nashville this past weekend. I was really excited to be at the U.S. Championships this year in Nashville. Uh, It was a really strange time for everybody, but I think that U.S. figure skating did a great job and it was really safely organized. I was there as media for my podcast and was also there reporting for NBC Bay Area. It was fantastic to watch all the skating live and be able to support all the athletes in person. Let's get right to it. We're going to start with the ladies. So uh, first off, I wanted to speak about Gracie Gold. It was so great to see Gracie here. Outstanding comeback in the short program where she did a clean skate with a triple X triple toe. There was a cue on the toe, but huge respect for her in that moment because she's coming back with the hardest combo and not an easy one. Unfortunately, her free skate wasn't her best, but everyone will forever remember that short program. It was the biggest standing ovation of the night. Great job, Gracie. Next, I want to speak on Amber Glenn, uh, who was very promising coming into the competition. She had really difficult elements planned, and everyone knew that she could do it in practice. She's one of the strongest girls in the field, but unfortunately, she didn't perform a great short program. Uh, She had an under-rotated triple-triple. She popped her loop. Uh, did a double axle rather than the planned triple axle. With this performance, she took herself out of the conversation for the Olympics and got appropriate points for the skate. However, she did test positive before the free skate and had to withdraw from the event. Uh, Unfortunate timing, I will say though, when you tie your skates and you step on the ice, there's no excuses. Next, I'll talk about Lindsay Thorngren who I was cheering for. Uh, Her program was the best technically in the short program. She did a clean triple X, triple toe, triple flip, double axle, really clean and pure technique. I am noting that she did get exclamation points on her triple flip in the protocol here, so she needs to make sure she shows a very clear inside edge on the takeoff. However, the tech panel did not call edge calls on other very clear wrong edge jumps for other skaters, so there was inconsistency from the tech panel there. They were very hard on Lindsay. Presentation-wise, she scored lower. She is very young and still needs to work on her artistry. Uh, But I thought her program was still beautifully done, and I didn't agree with her score compared to the rest of the field in the short program. I felt right away from her score and her standings that she didn't have support. Unfortunately, in the free skate, she had some mistakes and didn't show a clean program, but she still did two 
triple-triple combinations. She is one of the strongest technical women in the U.S. right now who can do three triple-triples in a long program, as we saw at her second Junior Grand Prix this season. Uh, This Nationals wasn't her best competition, but she has shown consistency during this year on the international circuit with a gold and a bronze medal on the Junior Grand Prix circuit, and she did qualify for the Junior Grand Prix final. She is a great technician, and from that technical standpoint, she is the best woman to represent the U.S. Uh, I'm really excited to watch her at Junior Worlds later on this season and hopefully see her on the Grand Prix circuit next year. Next, I'll speak on Gabby Izzo, uh, who placed fourth here on the podium at Nationals, so congratulations for that. I was impressed with Gabby's skating skills and just the tenacity that she had as she stepped on the ice. Her short program was great. Uh, The free skate had a few mistakes, but honestly, without a triple-triple combination, she's just not really in the conversation. In third place, we had Isabel Levito who is such a beautiful young skater. You can see she's balletically trained and is very polished in her choreography. Brilliant attention to detail. While she performed quite well here, uh, she too had a few technical mistakes. Um, There was the hand down and the under and the free skate on her second triple triple. And in the short program, she had a triple let's triple loop combination and it was about a half turn cheated. Not called though, I think she only had one quarter very clear wrong edges on both the LUTs and the flip as well, uh, although she was not called for it. For reference, a triple LUTs takes off of the outside edge and a flip takes off of the inside edge. This is what differentiates the two jumps and keeps the integrity of five separate jump elements. The analogy I like to use for this is if you come to the opera, the theater, and famous singers are hitting the wrong notes, that will disturb the quality of their performance. It should be the same for skating. We have to preserve the standard of proper edge takeoffs. This is a question mark for me uh, because I think what's most important for kids is that they learn correct technique from the ground up. And to see judges reward incorrect technique makes me worry about the quality of our skating. For Isabeau, it looks like she has a bright future for U.S. skating. Uh, However, I do worry about how quickly the hype is coming for her as she's still very tiny. She has growing to do. She's only 14 years old right now. uh, And the jump technique that she currently has is landing in one spot with major lean forward on the takeoffs. This doesn't really allow for a lot of ice coverage and flow on her jumps, which will be necessary as she grows and competes on the senior international circuit. Congratulations on the bronze medal, though, and selection to the Junior World team. I'm very excited to keep watching her. Next, I'll talk about Alyssa Liu, who in her short program, she had some of the same mistakes she's shown this season already in the Grand Prix circuit. Uh, She had a fall on a half-turn cheated triple axel and a little under on the triple-triple combination, which was not called. The choreography and presentation hadn't improved much in her performance since earlier this season. Uh, She's growing, and it's really difficult for her right now. She just moved a month ago to Colorado Springs with a coaching change, which is very high altitude. At the stage in life where you're growing, as she is right now, it's really hard stamina-wise, even at sea level, to train and perform. I can definitely see she's struggling with the program as a whole, even in the short program. I think moving to altitude without enough time to acclimate and in a time of puberty is an additional challenge for her. I was surprised with how high of a score she got in that short program performance. Uh, 
Unfortunately, she tested positive for COVID before the free skate and withdrew, so we didn't get to see a free skate from her. It could have been very interesting to see how she'd be able to finish the event had she not tested positive. I will say I understand the criteria for body of work, but I think your quality of skating in the Olympic year all season should be highest on the list. It's possible for an athlete to be good for three years and not be at the top of their game in the fourth year. It's also possible for a young skater to be developing for three years and be the strongest in the fourth year. Every athlete needs to be at their peak in the Olympic season, and if they truthfully aren't, for whatever reasons, they shouldn't be awarded a spot based off previous work. Previous work should only be taken into account if you are dealing with equally strong current athletes who all skate well. In this case, Alyssa has not shown her strongest skating all season. She's working on getting her elements back. Yes, she might have placed highest in the Grand Prix circuit this season compared with our other senior women, but if we're looking at the quality of her elements, she is not what she once was. Timing-wise, she's growing, and she needs time to adjust. In silver, we had Karen Chen, uh, who's pretty much skated the same as she had been all season. Uh, Both programs had a lot of under-rotations, and they just weren't called here. She tried the triple-triple in her short program, but she hasn't been consistently training it all season in competition, so of course here it didn't hit clean. It was actually both under on the Lutz and Hafter and cheated on the toe. Again, not called. She has been changing the order of her jump elements all season, so there's been a lack of consistency in muscle memory for her. She didn't have a triple-triple combination in the free skate. Uh, technically, with international skaters pulling triple axles and quads in their programs, Karen needs to at least have a strong triple-triple that she can bring to play. She has great presentation, though. She's a dynamic powerhouse and skates with such emotion. It's so beautiful. Uh, The components are really her strength, and she'll focus on that for the Olympics. It's a huge moment to qualify for her second Olympics. What an accomplishment. And in first place, we had Mariah Bell. Uh, Pretty much the same type of thing as Karen. Hasn't been training the triple-triple in competition all season, and so, of course, the quality of that jump here at Nationals wasn't Uh, Her best, the short program triple-triple was a little under, again, not called. Uh, Triplets also had an inside edge, not called here. In the free skate, she did not have a triple-triple. Her combo was a triple-double, as well as a few other mistakes. So again, internationally, this content won't hold up in a field of triple axles and quads, but her strength is her pure skating, her pure skating quality and components. She is a beautiful lyrical skater who fills up the ice with her long extensions and joy, and that's going to be her main focus at the Olympics. Again, a huge moment to be national champion and make the Olympic team in the same year. It's absolutely amazing. Congratulations to the three Olympic team members, Mariah, Karen, and Alyssa, and I hope they can show their strengths and the elements they can 100% do with the best quality of execution, with great presentation, and people will really enjoy seeing them. Good luck, ladies. We'll be cheering for you. On to the men. Uh, I was so excited to see such a strong men's event here. So many of our American skaters skated so well. Uh, First, I'll talk about Jason Brown, who skated a clean short program. No quad, but what he could do, he did very well. His presentation and storyline of the program is amazing. In the free skate, he didn't skate his best, he fell on an under-rotated quad attempt, and the rest of his elements were a little sloppy, a lot of them looked to be two-footed. You could see his nerves were controlling him. He was very tight, and regardless of the technical mistakes, his skating and overall presentation 
was not free like it usually is. It, it felt shaky. In third place, we had Vincent Joe, who had the best short program of the event. I was sitting next to Brian Boitano, and he himself said that was an Olympic and world champion quality program. Unfortunately, in the free skate, he made quite a few mistakes and under rotations, but it's understandable as the content was extremely difficult with five quads. To keep consistency with that content is very difficult, and his goal should be to peak at the Olympics. This isn't excusing any skater from skating clean at nationals, I think they all should, but in a case like Vincent's, it's understandable with the content he has, um, and also he's already proven that he can do the content in the Grand Prix circuit this season. In second place, we had Ilya Molinin. Oh my goodness, I saw him for the first time at this nationals and I was blown away. A 17-year-old talent. He did a perfect quad lutz in his short program, as well as a beautiful quad toe, triple toe, and perfect triple axel in that short program, and he just blew the roof off the place. Everyone was extremely impressed with not only the quality of his quads, but the mental strength he showed with the quality in competition. In the free skate, he delivered four beautifully done quads with great speed, ice coverage, and flow on the landings. There was no question that he was going to land. Two outstanding triple axles and a triple-triple combination at the very end of the program. A magnificent job. It was amazing, and it's amazing that the U.S. has this talent. Presentation-wise, his skating skills are great. He is young, yes, so he needs time to grow into his presentation and an interpretation when he skates. Uh, but what he showed was very appropriate for his age, and it was great. His spins were well done. He did a donut spin, great positions and speed, great variety and flexibility. He's a very soft skater. Uh, the potential he has to improve what he's already doing is great. And in first place, we had Nathan Chen, uh, who won his sixth consecutive U.S. title here. So crazy. His short program was a little tight. Uh, the quality of his jumps were not his best. He did them, which is great and shows a fighter, uh, but the standstill landings were not the quality he's capable of. Regardless, he had the most difficult content with a quad lutz and a quad flip, and to skate a clean short program, even if the element quality wasn't perfect, shows he has a champion mentality. In the free skate, he had a few mistakes, but again, also understandable as he needs to peak at the Olympics in a month, and the content he has is extremely difficult. Huge congratulations on his sixth consecutive national championship win and his second Olympic team. On the Olympic team selection, I did not agree with the team selection for this event. Uh, to leave silver medalist Ilya Molinin off the team after he earned it is wrong. Uh, between Jason, who got fourth place, and Ilya, who got second, there were clear differences in their strengths and weaknesses. In my opinion, the technical strengths should be more important as it is a sport and the quality of being able to learn quads versus triples puts athletes on two different levels. In the last four years, it has become the era of quads and to leave this young boy off the team just isn't right. One component of the Olympic selection criteria is body of work. So let's talk about that criteria for a second. I feel like the way the body of work is written right now is biased toward older skaters and veterans, and younger skaters can really be held back with it. I think when we look at body of work for younger skaters, this should be included. Uh, for Ilya, he won two Junior Grand Prix gold medals this season, and he qualified for the Junior Grand Prix final. Uh, that's his body of work, and that is for the level he's at 
at his age. Body of work for young skaters should be winning in the regional and sectional divisions, junior international circuits, qualifying for the final. This is their road to success based off their opportunities at their age. Now, in many countries, their junior athletes that come onto the scene are much stronger than their senior athletes. We can see this from the Russian women, for example, with Camila Vileva at 15 years old, coming into her first senior season, making the Olympic team, her first time winning all the senior events. Uh, we can also see this from Japan's Yuma Kagiyama, who is the same age as Ilya. Uh, he's 18. Ilya is about to turn 18. And he's also very strong. You know, he has not only qualified for the Japanese Olympic team, but he's also been at the top of the men's circuit this season. Age is not holding him back. Uh, why are we keeping behind our own young talent who can be competing on an equal strength when other top countries are already bringing their athletes out as big names in the sport? I mean, could you imagine if Russia didn't send Camilla or Japan didn't send Yuma? Again, I understand that these athletes have uh, a different uh, history in skating already with a lot of championships and medals that they've won. Uh, but regardless, you know, this season they're extremely strong and they're being rewarded for it. And um, why can't Ilya be? I've also heard a lot about not wanting to send Ilya without senior international experience because we don't know how he'll handle that pressure. Yes, it will be Ilya's first senior international competition at the senior level, but we have some of the strongest men in the international circuit, three of whom made the Grand Prix final this year. Nathan Chen and Vincent Zhou are huge names in the sport and will be fighting for an Olympic medal. Ilya now has huge experience competing with them just based off of this nationals. Ilya was the only skater out of them to skate two clean programs, with huge difficulty and pressure. He has shown at this event alone that he can handle the high pressure, and there's nothing like a high-pressure qualification nationals to an Olympics. I want to repeat that young skaters who come onto the scene could be in a process of four years where they're developing for three, and then the fourth year, they're the best. We can't deny their ability in an Olympic year because every skater's goal and dream is to peak in an Olympic year. I understand that the Olympic Selection Committee had a very difficult decision of do we go with presentation strengths or do we go with technical strengths? But the Olympics are the greatest sporting event in the world, and what makes a sport is the technical side. If we have two weights and a scale, uh, with one weight being Jason's phenomenal component strengths and easier tech content, and one weight being Ilya's phenomenal technical content with quads and decent skating components, and then we ask ourselves, who can repeat this in four years? On Jason's end, yes, he probably could. On Ilya's end, we just don't know. I don't like when people use the he's the future excuse. Uh, we know that this difficult content brings a lot of injuries, and he's still expected to grow at his age. Will he be able to maintain his quads and the quality as he gets older over the next four years? We can hope but we cannot predict and we can't guarantee. And this is why when he's on top right now at his peak, his scale should hold more weight than Jason's. He has the same nerves as everyone else, the same dream as everyone else, so it's disappointing for me to hear that he's the young, he's the future talk. He's silver medalist now. I have huge respect for Jason. He has been working for eight years since his first Olympics to make it back. And he has shown just the greatest desire and the hardest work over the course of those eight years. 
It would be out of the question that he deserved the spot if Ilya had made mistakes or if the U.S. didn't have a skater like Ilya. But in the point of true competition and talent, we do have Ilya and he was the best. That being said, huge congratulations to all three team members, Nathan, Vincent, and Jason, who are all going to their second Olympic Games. What an accomplishment. I will be cheering very loud. In the pairs, uh, unfortunately, Alexa Knirum and Brandon Fraser had to withdraw due to a positive COVID test on Brandon's end before the event started, so we didn't get to see them skate, but during the season, they had great showings on the Grand Prix circuit. Jessica Calling and Brian Johnson had a great short program, but unfortunately, they had made some mistakes in the free skate. And then, of course, huge congratulations to Ashley Kane Gribble and Timothy DeLuc, to them who skated so strong at this nationals under such high pressure. Outstanding to see them skate so well here, become national champions, and be named to the Olympic team, their first Olympic team. Again, congratulations to Alexa, Brandon, Ashley, and Tim for being named to the team. Uh, good luck, guys. I can't wait to watch. And finally, in ice dance, uh, watching dance, we have a lot of young talents coming onto the scene. I was impressed by Ian Somerville and Emily Brady, as well as Jeffrey Chen and Katarina Wolfkosten. Uh, we have such a bright future in ice dance. I'm so excited to keep watching these teams uh, throughout the next few years. Super impressed by Michael Parsons and Caroline Green. They had such a strong short dance uh, and an amazing contemporary free dance. Super impressive that they and their coaches choreographed that program themselves. I absolutely adored the free dance of Jean-Luc Baker and Caitlin Hawaiik. The choreography and presentation is so beautiful and gentle from start to finish. I applaud their choreographer for this program. It's one of the best in the world, and I love that this is going to be an Olympic program for them. Huge congratulations to both Maddie and Evan and Maddie and Zach, who are all on to their Olympic team, and I'm really excited to see them battle it out in Beijing. Good luck to Jean-Luc and Caitlin, Maddie and Zach, and Maddie and Evan at the Olympics. I'm so excited to watch. Just wanted to say huge congratulations to our entire Olympic team. We can't wait to watch you perform. All right, guys, that's it for my Nationals recap. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, and thanks for listening. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please leave me a comment, leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys have to say. Follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username is at Paulina Edmonds. And stay tuned for my future podcast episodes. I release every Tuesday. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.